welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Candace part of the trio. Each week, we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we've struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are, just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On this week's WW Talk, Erin is resting today, so it's Candace and Ricky, and we're going to be talking about the benefits of exercise and ways that we motivate ourselves to move. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Candace. And I'm Ricky. And we are missing Aaron this week. You missed me last week, but Aaron had a party-rific weekend and needed a day off. So we are going to allow her to get some rest, but we're happy to be with you today. Um, Ricky, good to see you. I am over my cold. (laughs) Yay. I have been out for the count for about a week. It took longer than I expected to get over that cold, but you all held it down last week. So talked about different food dishes and different things to try. I didn't get a chance to watch all of it, but sounds like you all had a good conversation. Yeah, we did. We definitely missed you, but we had a great conversation about um, just different ideas, how to repurpose food, how to like, you know, the big topic was rotisserie chicken and how we can use both the white meat and the dark meat. I tend to be someone who doesn't love dark meat, but I made this fried rice that was delicious. And it, we got some great ideas that we shared. Um, Aaron tried that pink pineapple last week. So um, lots of great shares. And I, it led into the group too. people in our Facebook group had some great conversations following up about that. So yeah, it was a great chat. <laughs> yeah, I saw Erin talking about that $12 pineapple that she said oh tasted goodness. just like a regular pineapple. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's worth it for the food coloring, maybe yes. just a little bit, yeah. something. <laughs> so, but otherwise, how was your week? You know what? I'm going to say it was an okay week. Um, it wasn't reflected on the scale. The scale was up. But um, the behaviors that I think I, I had over the, the course of the week were um, positive. I had a lot of really healthy meals. I kept up with my vegetables. The biggest thing that got me towards the end of the week was eating out. I did have a couple of instances of eating out and um, that were planned with friends, but there was a lot of sodium. And um, even in the the fried rice that I made at home, there was sodium. So I think that kind of got to me and my exercise, like my activity still hasn't gotten up to the level that I want it to be. And I think that's just so helpful too. Um, but I'm sticking with it. I <laughs> haven't given up this far. I'm not giving up yet. And I think some of the positive things um, are what I'm going to remember and take with me into this next week. Yeah. But, and, you know, we talked about the fact that sodium is a thing. Like, it's a thing for me, too. So I have to watch it because if I have sodium, and it's not even closer, closer to weigh-in day, just in general, because my blood pressure can run high. So I have to be careful about my sodium, period. Um, but it's, it's good to know when you can tie whatever it is that the scale reflects back to an action. I've always said it's harder sometimes when the scale goes up and you have no reason or no justification for why it happened. So glad you were able to enjoy time with your friends. That was fun, you know, and tried some new things. Yeah. What about you though? How was your week? I had a good week. I um, am back in the meeting space, which was exciting to see some, because I didn't want to be that person who was coughing on everyone in a meeting room. So I did my 
due diligence and stayed home and got better. But I was able to go back to the meeting. I lost three pounds this week, which was very, very exciting um, to just continue to go down with the scale. And similar to you on the opposite end, what I think helped me was starting to get back into that exercise. Um, that's always been the, 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 the thing for me. Like when I'm back on track with exercise and movement, the scale reflects it. Not that food isn't important, Mm -hmm. but the scale moves for me when I move my body. And, Mm -hmm. um, that kind of led into kind of what I wanted to discuss with you today, because I made a post in the Instagram, Instagram, excuse me, our Facebook group. And for those who don't know, you can join us on, um, Facebook at Real WW Talk, um, and we have about what three thousand plus members there now. Yeah, and I made a post because I did not want to exercise over the weekend. I just didn't want to do it. I was like, I don't want to. The new uh, what's the one? What's the thing on Netflix? Uh, Bridgerton, I think it started. <laughs> and I was like, I want to watch the whole binge watch the whole season, and I don't want to get off the couch. And I said, but I have this bike that's downstairs. What's thirty minutes? Why can't I do this? Why do I have to force myself to exercise? Mm-hmm. And I was—I wanted to bring it because I don't know if we've talked about when you have so many benefits that you feel after you exercise, why is it such a chore mm-hmm. to get yourself motivated, whether to be on the bike or to walk? Like, why is it that we need all this motivation to do it? I, I can't make it make sense. I don't know. I think back to all the different meetings that I've gone to over the years, and I feel like people's answer is is always a lot, not as simple as people make it. It's usually like, well, you once you find something you'll love, you'll just want to do it. And I, I don't know. I beg to differ with that. I don't know if you agree with that. But, you know, I loved Zumba for the longest time. And, you know, I stuck with that, but it, it wasn't something. There were some days I just didn't want to do it, and I stop, would stop doing it. And right now I do love my Peloton. And I don't know if someone would argue that maybe I don't because I don't do it every day. Um, but it's it's hard. Like there's some days where I just mentally work up in my head that it's so hard that I don't have to do it. Or I just give myself a pass. And then before I know it, two, three days have passed when I really want to be working out like four or five days a week. So I yeah. don't know. I think it's the the buildup that we have in our mind. I remember when I was in therapy, uh, she always talked about the fact that I, I, and you know, I, I can be, I always say I can be a little bit extra, um, <laughs> just, a little. Just, 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 just a little bit, but I, I've always built up in my head that this is going to be some massive undertaking that's going to require all of this physical energy. And it's mm-hmm. going to take all of the time that I have in my day. And I just don't have time. I come mm-hmm. up with every excuse uh, and like you said, not because I don't like the things that I'm doing. I love mm-hmm. when I got on the bike, I've been on the bike for the past two days. And I know that that's like a very small streak to some people, but that's like a streak that's for me too. But like when we finish this evening, I'm going to get on the bike again because yeah. I want it to be three. Yeah. And it's like, but it's it's kind of like starting the car when you mm-hmm. have don't have a streak going or you haven't really been doing it as consistently the thing in your mind tells you that it's just going to be too much work. It's just, it's too much. And I have to figure out ways to talk back because, you know, they talk Mm -hmm. about accountability systems. And like I said, I use the group as my accountability. I remember I sent Mm -hmm. you a text, you and Aaron, a text and said, I am getting on this bike Mm -hmm. because I need somebody to ask me about it. I need Mm -hmm. someone to know and putting those things in place initially are the only things that help me get out of the lie that I tell myself that it's going to be mm-hmm. not worth it. Yeah. 
But you know what? Sometimes is it always a lie? And maybe this goes back to someone maybe telling me (laughs) like this is not the right workout for you. But there are times where I've been on the bike or been doing a workout and I can't stop looking at the clock. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to be done? Like, so I don't know. I think there are some times where even though I've built it up in my head and I know it's going to be hard or I know it's, and it's not even that it's that hard. I, my mind just wants to be somewhere else. And I just want to be sitting on the couch doing like binge watching a TV show. And my mind is there. So how do you move your mind into that moment so you can truly be present and feel like you're actually getting that release that you should be getting from working out. And I feel like there's two, two answers to that question. And this is again, me being no expert. This is why we call it real WW talk. Cause we're trying to figure this out together. <laughs> but you hear some people who say, it doesn't matter what you think. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter how you feel. You get on the bike because you have to, just like you don't mm-hmm. care about brushing your teeth. You don't care about right. like, that's what you do because you're an adult mm-hmm. and adults do that. Like when you care about your health, you get on the mm-hmm. bike or you work out. So mm-hmm. trying to figure out sometimes if I'm going to go the, the route of I'm an adult and this is what I do mm-hmm. because this is what's healthy for my body and I choose to be healthy mm-hmm. or I forgot what the other thing was, but that was the <laughs> But, <laughs> but to follow up with what you're saying, regardless of how like maybe I do feel awful the 20 minutes I'm doing it, not awful like hurting or anything, but like I just don't want to be there. <laughs> I just want it to be over. I'm always happy when it's over. All like that is constant. Um, so I, it goes back to your initial question. Like what, why is it that I can know that something is not only good for me, but I'll feel good after I do it, it but I don't want to start it. And I think the thing that I was going to say that fl- ties into your question is I can't, I feel so much better when I finish my workout. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I might be ready for it to be over, but when I'm, when it is over and I might be sweating a little bit and Mm -hmm. I feel empowered and I want to tell the world, you know, it's that same feeling when you've lost weight, when you have done a a good exercise or gotten in a good sweat, you feel like you want to tell everybody that you worked out today Mm -hmm. and (laughs) everyone's proud of you and they clap for Mm -hmm. you. And you're like, yeah, it was just a little thing I did. And you want to post your stats and you want to post yourself on Instagram on the bike. I think it's holding on to that feeling. Mm-hmm. And trying to figure out a way to remind myself of that feeling more often. Yeah. Because when you start off, that feeling feels so far away. Even though it's only 30 minutes, it's like mm-hmm. the 30 minutes that go by the slowest. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're doing a fun instructor. Yeah. Or for me, even going out for a walk outside, the hardest thing is for me to put on my shoes, mm-hmm. open the garage or open the front door and go. Mm-hmm. But once I start walking, mm-hmm. I'm on autopilot. Do you also find that you feel like once you've put in a week or two weeks and you don't see that immediate result that you also have that level of like doubt or that level of fear or level of like, I don't know, criticism of like, well, when am I going to see, I'm working so hard. I don't see the effects. I don't see, you know, my, my change yet. Um, How does that play into it too? I think it depends on what I'm measuring because that's such a good Mm -hmm. point. I think you and I were were laughing about uh, the Toon Day's arm challenge that's in for (laughs) for, uh, those who have a Peloton or in some of the Peloton groups. Toon Day is an instructor who's doing Mm -hmm. this. 
she, I don't know if she did it. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a challenge that was created from all of her videos where she helps you strengthen your arms and do arm. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to see this big transformation yeah. in your arms with, light weights. with very light weights and only mm-hmm. 10 minutes a day, it's something really small. And, um, you know, some people have very, very big transformations and some it's minimal, yeah. but I wonder for those who maybe saw minimal uh, feedback in terms of like a change in their body, because maybe their structure or anatomy didn't allow for them to see like the huge transformation. Was it just the consistency that they were monitoring? It's kind of like, what is the thing that motivates you? Mm-hmm. Obviously you want to see the physical change, but sometimes you just feel stronger. Mm-hmm. And for me with exercise, I never, I really wasn't always tying exercise to weight loss. That wasn't mm-hmm. always my goal. It was for me, stamina, my stamina can be off if mm-hmm. I don't consistently exercise and I feel it going up and down stairs, going mm-hmm. out for walks, huffing and puffing. I don't like that feeling. Um, yeah. So when I exercise and I get into consistent exercise, I breathe better. I sleep better at night. Yeah. So I think trying to change the thing that I'm looking to get from the movement so that it can be something that I can be proud of because the arm challenge that might take 13 weeks for you to actually see the result or 10 weeks, yeah. you know, as opposed to two, three weeks, you know, or that it might take for you to have your stamina increase. Exactly. I I was trying to find it in the group and I couldn't find it. I agree with everything you're saying. Um, like talking about measuring how we measure that progress. Uh, there was someone in the group. I wish I found her name. So add your name to the chat. if You're listening. Um but she mentioned how she couldn't do a sit up before. And I forgot how long it was. I think it was after two weeks or something like that. Now she's able to do a sit up with a weight in her hand. Like that's progress. And I bet the first time she did it, maybe she didn't feel great about, you know, not being able to do that sit up. But I mean, it just goes to show whatever you're measuring, if you're, if you're truly measuring something, you're going to see a difference. Um, It may not be as quick as, we want it, but, you know, I think the quickest thing to measure probably is, you know, how many can I do or what type of thing, or am I making progress towards a push-up? Can I do a half push-up or can I do a quote unquote, I hate saying girl push-up, but (laughs) can I do that type of push-up on my knees? And then can I change it to do, you know, a a regular push-up? Like those types of things matter. Um, And I think that's what I love about like, That's what I love about the Couch to 5K program. Mm -hmm. You know, when you think about uh, Couch to 5K is a running program that is supposed to take you from the couch, being (laughs) a couch potato, to being able to run a 5K. It doesn't give you a time. It's just being able to run it consistently. And they don't start Mm -hmm. off by saying, okay, now go run around the block. You know, good luck to you. It's like, Mm -hmm. we want you to walk for two minutes, run for 30 seconds, walk for a minute, run for 30 seconds. And Mm -hmm. Being able to be proud of the fact that I can run for 30 seconds, you know, first might seem small, mm-hmm. but from where I'm started, that's like a big thing for me to be yeah. able to say that. So yeah. I was thinking about starting that up again, because I think sometimes our goals are so lofty, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the world and all, a lot of the training programs that you see, you know, we follow certain fitness instructors and you see them doing things that like, you're like, there's no way that my body will ever do that. Mm. I see it in some of the classes on the Peloton. I'm like, well, that's very nice that they're yoga classes. I mean, oh, they're holding poses that I, yoga is hard. 
Can mm-hmm. I just put that out there? Like, yes. Flexibility is not easy, especially mm-hmm. if you're not flexible. <laughs> I don't care how they say how it's supposed to be this very relaxing experience, but I know I'm going off topic, but I don't know. If, I just wanted to make sure I'm not alone to the fact that yoga can be very depressing if you're not good at it. <laughs> yoga frustrates me. I'm with you. I Because I did set a goal. I, I won't say that I set a goal because it wasn't something I wrote down. It wasn't something I committed to myself. I just said, I want to try this. And even I found the beginner Peloton yoga classes were challenging for me. Meaning too, you know, like if you're thinking about downward dog where you're on your hands and your feet, if you have more weight in your body than someone else, bearing weight just on your arms and your feet can be really hard. And I just don't know some of that is like, maybe I needed to lean back a little bit more and should have had more weight in my heels. But even just holding my own body weight up on my hands was challenging. And I, you know, felt defeated before I even began because I wasn't able to do the simple quote unquote beginner move that the yoga instructor had and even stretching. Do you find that with stretching? Mm-hmm. There's some stretches I can't do. Yeah. Um, so I I know that I'll see them doing like a lift your leg up behind and then put this leg here. And, you know, it's like that. I can't do that. I'm going to do something else. <laughs> I was always the person who used because I used to do go to the gym before the pandemic. I had a gym mm-hmm. membership and I would do step aerobics. That was my favorite class. And mm-hmm. she'd always say when you finish with step, I mean, I'd go hardcore for the 40, 55 minutes of the class. The last mm-hmm. five minutes are stretching. That's where I felt less confident mm-hmm. in my skills. I just kind of ease out of class, grab my keys. And she's like, well, you know, stretching is very important. You know, she's, she's trying to not single me out, but I'm the only one trying to walk out, but I don't feel confident, you know, even lunging, you know, those lunge stretches and you put your hand up. I'm the person who wants to be in the back of the room because Mm -hmm. I don't feel confident, but I know that it's important. And when I had that calf injury, that Mm -hmm. was a reminder to me of how important stretching is because as you get older, you know, the way that your muscles and the way that you're able to stretch them out, but Mm -hmm. it's hard to, 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 when you don't feel confident in doing the movement or you feel like you're the only one who Mm -hmm. can't do something as basic as like stretching your leg Mm -hmm. out, you know, it it can be embarrassing, but I know that it's important to even take that slowly. They have blocks that you can use. They have different things that are supposed to help you if you're, challenge because of your size to be able mm-hmm. to hold the stretch because it's about doing it properly. That's what I've yes. always been told. I will. I, I completely agree with that. I will say I, um, I have trouble with the pacing, but I do really like restorative yoga um, because of that reason. They have like everything's with props. So between the blocks that you use, a strap, a blanket, a pillow, all those things. Um, I don't know if you ever tried it, but Um, The pacing is definitely slower and you're in the moves for longer. So it doesn't, it's not something you necessarily would do to build up, like to to do cardio or toning or anything. But I think as far as knowing how to stretch your body, I think it does really help with that at least. And another thing I think of too is, you know, we talk about this as far as difficulty being overweight, but I think it's important to remember people who are, um, you know, fit can have issues with their muscles if they don't stretch, especially um, I hear a lot of people, especially in the different Peloton groups talking about um, having issues with hip and um, like, I don't know the exact hamstring like flexibility, because if you're on the bike 
and that's all you do, you can have just really tighten up certain muscles and have issues with um, mobility and flexibility in those areas. So I think it's important for everyone. And I think whenever you've had a loss and it, you know, it's something else that I was going to find, I should have become more prepared for this conversation by going back to some of the posts in our group, because somebody posted about the fact that with flexibility and, and stretching and, and just working out in general, it can reverse certain medical conditions that people have that are related to, you know, the things that we're not doing. You're talking about your hips as you get older, things happen. And I think what, the only thing that, um, has been motivating for me is the fear of the loss of my mobility. And like I told you, I keep talking about this calf injury. You would have thought that I broke my calf and like, it's something, but it really made me think about why I take for granted that I do have those normal feelings in my arms and legs. And I do Mm -hmm. have the ability right now to get on the, on the bike and to move normally. That's why I posted when I posted that, um, statement over the weekend, I said, I'm blessed to be able to move. I get the ability. I don't, some people aren't afforded that. And we have a member Mm -hmm. in our group who always reminds us, she says, I am in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. I don't have the option to move, Mm -hmm. move for me, move for me because I can't. And that that. seems so I'm like, guilt me into it because every time I see (laughs) that, I'm like, okay, I'll get on the bike for you because that's, that's a reality for many people. Um, well, that's um, that I, I know um, someone posted in the group that Sciat Fitness recently talked about WW and I'm yet to see that um, to listen to that podcast and I definitely will. But um, recently he posted, you know, don't ever say that you can you only walked for five minutes or that you only walked for two minutes or you only walked from the car to here. Like if you can just like you said, if you are doing it, you're you're moving five minutes more than you would have moved if you just sat on your couch. So uh, he said that the most underrated workout is walking. And I I agree with that because it's, you know, if you have the ability to move your limbs, you can walk. And, you know, I I don't think we should ever put down walking or say I only was able to walk this week because it really can be beneficial. And when they talk about the fact that sitting is the new smoking, um, I always, that, that statement and that uh, statistic always resonates with me because mm-hmm. I sit a lot. I mean, but if I'm not intentional about my movement, I, I can sit like a champ and not, I will be in the same spot for hours mm-hmm. and not even recognize that I have done so. And yeah. to know how negatively that can affect your body. When you look at our grandparents, great-grandparents, ancestors, they moved around a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and my grandmother's 90 years old. And the only reason I feel like she's in this, the, the best health that she is in is because she works the land. She was always out on the tractor and moving mm-hmm. and trying to be intentional about that movement, especially when we have desk jobs, you know, if you have a desk job and you're not afforded the opportunity to just move, um, I'm reminded that it really is that it's very detrimental to your body to just stay in one space. So mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be these grandiose things that we're doing. Nobody yeah. said you have to go and buy a Peloton. We love a Peloton, but you don't have yeah. to buy a Peloton. You don't even have to have to buy a Peloton as mm-hmm. Aaron would say, you don't need a Peloton. All you need are your shoes and to get outside or even stay in your house. If the weather's not nice, mm-hmm. why did we start step bets? I mean, the right. whole thing was to encourage movement. 
no yeah. matter how you do it, because um, I've always felt better when I do move and I see mm-hmm. it not just in the scale, my blood pressure goes down, mm-hmm. you know, my stamina increases. And it sounds like a broken record. It sounds like a Weight Watchers meeting, you know, with the <laughs> hoorah coach until you mm-hmm. actually see it for yourself, you know? Yeah, I completely agree. And Sorry. No, ahead. I was just saying, I just wish that I could remember it every oh. time that I'm going to actually start an exercise. Yeah. You know, it's, there's a lot in there and there's, we're so good at giving ourselves excuses and passes. I think that sometimes we hear that voice first and we have to kind of shush that voice and say, Hey, I know this is good for me and I feel better when I do it. So I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And, but the know, thing I, is, but we're so smart though. Like you said, we're very, Mm-hmm. I can I can rationalize with the best of them and make you believe it. I'm like, oh, I don't exercise in the mornings this week. Just not this week. Mm-hmm. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, I don't do in the I can't do the evening right now because my baby has to go to sleep. So I can't <laughs> do it. But doesn't he go to sleep every night? Well, you know, <laughs> it's not just that, but then also mm-hmm. things, life, you know, I have to like take a shower later. Those are all things that I'm using Mm -hmm. to keep myself stuck. And I think it's just because I'm used to it. Yeah. Because I also, if I'm honest, if I can focus on that negative, but have you found this too, Ricky? When you Mm -hmm. do get in a groove, I -hmm. find reasons to make sure it does happen. Mm -hmm. Like if I want to keep a streak, you talk about your blue dots with Peloton or your Apple watch. When you don't Mm -hmm. want to break a streak, you will do what it takes to not. If you care, when you mm-hmm. stop caring about the streak, it doesn't yeah. matter. I think about that too. Cause I mean, I think in the example you gave, we advocate for ourselves when we wanted to have something. So it might be, you know, Oh, I know I have this four o'clock meeting, but I'm going to say, Hey, can we push it back to four fifteen? Cause I'm walking with a friend or, you know, you ask David to, to like, watch Isaiah when he gets home, you know, you advocate for yourself. And I, I don't want to, sound entitled because I know there's single parents out there. I know there's people who have multiple jobs or, you know, so I, I'm not trying to say that in a belittling way or like, oh, it's so easy. <laughs> but if you have the resources and can advocate for yourself, you know, I think that's the best thing you can do to help yourself go forward. And um, and you find that people want to help you. Like mm-hmm. my husband has never said, no, no, <laughs> I will not help you. I will not watch him while you get on the bike. Absolutely not. <laughs> It's never been a statement. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that we have to also understand that there is a bit of discipline that is required when you don't feel the things that you need to feel to get it done, because feelings really don't matter Mm -hmm. as much as the result, because I'm sure it was Syat. I'm just trying to give somebody else credit. And the person and somebody said Uh (laughs) that (laughs) you act first. What is it? No, the the leader first in your head will follow. Yeah. And that's really the truth. We say it all the time, but I think the action of that, you know, and, and Mm -hmm. talking back to that person that's telling the lie and saying, well, that's a lie. Mm -hmm. It's a lie that I can't do it right now. Why don't I just go ahead and do it and see what happens? Yeah. Do you find that even I'm thinking as we're talking about modern conveniences and how you know, it's so amazing that you can just drive up to Target, take like press a couple buttons on your phone. Somebody just press the button in your car and the thing goes up. 
and someone's so in your car, you drive away, like door to door service, because you just have to go back to your house door and walk all the things in. But you know, I sometimes that's a great time saver. And there are like, it is a necessity for it. And also, personally, I don't love crowds. So I always tell myself there's a crowd in the store when there's like, it's like four o'clock on a Tuesday. Nobody's in the store like that. But <laughs> these are the things I tell myself to make, to take advantage of those modern conveniences where, you know, I used to get a couple thousand steps going through the grocery store. And now I just pick my groceries up and I don't get the steps. Um, and there's benefits to that because I'm not seeing the little end caps or tempted by the candy aisle or the cake, but I'm also not stepping. So what's What's better? <laughs> Ricky, we don't even have to step to get our fast food anymore. We no. can just call, I mean we can just call a number and say, bring my McDonald's to my mm-hmm. door. Mm-hmm. We had to do that for like restaurants before, but right. this is like fast food. Mm-hmm. We don't even have to get up for fast food. Like it, we there's no hope now. Like it really has to be some intentionality behind our actions mm-hmm. because we don't like the after result, you know. And I, I just think the time is continuing to go on. And mm-hmm. just like we take care of our cars mm-hmm. and we make sure that we get our oils changed and we do all this stuff, we know that maintenance is important for mm-hmm. the different things that we use, but we don't think about that for our body. Mm. And we're doing everybody every single day, we're getting older and older. Mm-hmm. And the things that we can do and are blessed to be able to do, we are fighting like mm-hmm. heck not to do. It's very mm-hmm. nonsensical. It's just having to be able to say, this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I need to take the time and I do enjoy it. And even if I don't enjoy it, it's 30 minutes or it's 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Okay. You have the rest of the day to sit on the couch. You can sit on the couch every other hour of the day. Mm-hmm. But for these 45 minutes, we're going to work out and we're going to give our all. Yeah. You know? And it's interesting because we live in such a self-serving culture, especially here in America. So it's like, well, why am I so focused on me, me? I need to build up my money or I need to build up. I need to have the perfect home. I need to have this. And and some Americans or some people around the world are very convinced or, you know, really focused on their outer appearance. But I think sometimes when we have all these conveniences and we're so focused on everything, you know, pleasing everyone around us and and building up our family and all of this stuff that we don't focus on ourselves or we don't focus on what we need to do to take care of ourselves. We just make sure that everything around us looks good. (laughs) And then it's like, hey, what about me? Have I been making sure I get what I need or that I am taking care of and even just feeding myself the things that I know are going to give me a long, healthy life. Very good point. And I wonder, you know, when I hear you talk about even the people pleasing part of that, I wonder if it's reframing that people pleasing to our benefit, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's maybe what I was trying to do with the post or when I reach out to you Mm -hmm. or, expecting, um, and this was, I think, one of the WW topics a few weeks ago, which was how do you set yourself up for success in your environments? Like, if I know that I invite you to a workout and I schedule it, and you know that I'm expecting you to be there, will Mm -hmm. your people-pleasing nature make you more, you're either going to give me a lie about why you can't do it, but Mm -hmm. if you committed to doing it, you're going to want to, you're going to, you're going to, be more incentivized to show up because you don't Mm -hmm. want to let me down because you know that I'm waiting on you to be there. So knowing that about our natures, it's not about trying to change who we are 
Mm -hmm. It's saying, this is what I know I need to be able to, I know that if I post in the group that I'm going to do a workout, that I don't want to let down 3000 plus people who may care, may not, but I don't want (laughs) to say that and then never post again. Mm -hmm. Especially I made sure to do a Peloton workout because those who have a Peloton can see if I did a workout, there's no (laughs) lying. You know, we have to set those things up, set those, maybe give ourselves those barriers Mm -hmm. so that we have that accountability. And play into our nature. I wonder if that's a part of it. I think that can be so powerful. And and I I remember a time when I was most consistent with working out was when me and my coworker, Jessica, we would go after work. It was, we were both new, like in our like early twenties and we both lived at home and we found out that we lived like a mile away from each other. So there was a park nearby and we would walk almost every day after work. And it was about you know, two, three miles. Um, but we would talk the whole time. We wouldn't go very fast. <laughs> we would go up these big hills and get winded, but we would talk the entire time. And that was probably the time I was most fit, I think, because I was doing that every day. Um, and and it was consistent because um, we, we just were there. We knew we were going to walk and it, it wasn't a matter of whether we wanted to or not. It was like a standing thing. So that is so meaningful. That's, yeah. I think that's the ticket, at mm-hmm. least for us, not everybody, but because some are self-motivated. But for those of you all who are similar to us and not self-motivated, sometimes knowing that somebody else needs you to be there or is expecting mm-hmm. to see you mm-hmm. um, can be enough to get you out of your own way. Yeah. Um, and I also like seeing the ripple effect personally um, with my husband and my son. I want to model mm-hmm. good behaviors for him. But if I'm moving, my husband might say, I'll walk with you. Mm-hmm. And that means a lot to me because if I sit down, he may say, I'll sit down with you. You can yeah. influence those around you, even your friend, your friend group. If you're the one who says, that's okay, you know, we don't have to, we, we can just go to lunch instead of maybe having a walking lunch. Mm-hmm. You could be benefiting their life by the actions that you take as well. So mm-hmm. I always want to be a positive influence on others and want to be able to see. And also, I'd like to point out that my job just started a new walking challenge. And Ooh. so if you get 6,000 plus steps a day, you're entered to win $250 wow. in eight weeks. And I am, again, for those step betters out there, I'll just say, if you don't have a friend to motivate you, let the money motivate you. Join mm-hmm. a step bet or something similar where it's a challenge that if you don't do it, there could be a financial repercussion. And I promise you, people have proven. We, You can see there are many people who are asking us about our, about our next step bet. It is mm-hmm. addicting to not want to lose money. Yeah. The only thing that you may want to do is not join it because you don't want that on the on your back. You don't want that worry <laughs> that you're going to lose it. But yeah. it's a motivator if you need to get started. Yeah, it definitely is. And, you know, some people are more motivated by competitive things, too. It might just be, you know, getting the top of a leaderboard or, you know, being able to say I, I was first in this challenge. So for some people, that's motivating. I'm not the type of that tends to not be me. I think I am motivated by the money, but not necessarily by the like, I need to be number one this week or in this ride. <laughs> but yeah. you yeah, different for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm the I'm the person who's who's competing with the person ahead of me and they don't even know. And then I'm <laughs> inappropriate and high five them when I pass them, which is not nice. If they don't know why I'm high fiving them. They're probably thinking I'm being nice, but I'm like, beat you. But they, that's not what I mean. 
Okay. Oh my gosh, very is that why people high five me? No. <laughs> That's very <laughs> people like me. me. Because I don't even know them, but I get out, I, I focus and I'm like, where are they? Why are they going so fast? What is going on? And usually, you know what? They've already completed the class because yeah. <laughs> with Peloton, I'm not doing live classes. So mm-hmm. I beat them and they don't know. Um, but they show you some people. Well, actually, that's not true because some of them are actually in the class at the same time. Yes. You can do- mm-hmm. So, yes, I if you have gotten a high five for me, it doesn't mean that I was 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 proud that I beat you. You can just see where you were on the probably. leaderboard. If if I, if you were ahead of me, I probably was proud. So <laughs> let's get off of that. Well, this was a great chat. I hope yes. that you all have found kind of some nuggets of wisdom in anything that we shared. This is a struggle mm-hmm. that many of us had that opened my eyes over the weekend to see how many people just needed that nudge. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just that support of knowing you're not the only one who doesn't want to do it, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we don't do it. Right. <laughs> Getting it done is just going to make us feel better and get us there to our goals, you know, even easier, you know. Yeah. But um, thank you. you for, this out, Ricky? Yeah. Thank you for joining us today, guys. Um, we would love to connect with you. So check us out in our Facebook group. Just search Real WW Talk. You can also find us on Instagram and YouTube as well. And then we have our podcast anywhere that you like to listen to podcasts. So check us out. Um, you can also email us at realwwtalk at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.